Hi, and welcome to Chill Pill Poetry. There's storm raging outside, so I'm hoping we're having going to have poetry by Stormlight. Um, kind of has a ring to it, doesn't it? It's very hot, and uh, I've got the windows open, so we'll just see how we go. It might be a wa- it might be a washout. Ha ha ha! No pun intended. The poets we're going to con- we're going to consider tonight, and we're going to hear their words and work is uh, two. The first one is Wendelberry or Wendelberry, however you pronounce it, and Charles Bukowski. Yes, quite a contrast between the two, if you know, are familiar with either of them. Um, let's start with uh, Wendell. I'm not going to go into the um, possible history of what he's about and stuff. Um, you can look that up if you want. Um, let's get straight into the poetry. And this is The Silence. Though the air is full of singing, my head is loud with the labour of words. Though the season is rich with fruit, my tongue hungers for the sweet of speech. Though the beach is golden, I cannot stand beside it mute, but must say it is golden, while the leaves stir and fall with a sound that is not a name. It is in the silence that my hope is, and my aim. A song whose lines I cannot make or sing sounds men's silence like a root. Let me say and not mourn. The world lives in the depth of speech and sings there. So a bit of opacity there from Wendell. Kicking straight off. Yeah, well, I'm not going to dissect it and offer expert opinions or anything because I'm not an expert and I never, I never will be. So, but make of you what you will. Um, that's the point I want to make. There's plenty in there to um, stimulate imagination and emotion and, uh, and and some lovely lines. You know, the, yeah. <laughs> I'm a great fan of Wendell's. He's a sage, not a herb. He's a, like a wise man kind of thing. Not really, but you know, country folk and all that. Man of the earth. It'd be lucky if we didn't get burnt at the stake round our way with stuff like that, would it? Man of the world, wit, wit, sage, and whatever. Anyway, probably cut that out. The next one of Wendell's is uh, called The Wish to Be Generous. Seems a bit dark at first, but it's not really, so stick with it, see how you get on. All that I serve will die. All my delights. The flesh kindled from my flesh, garden and field. The silent lilies standing in the woods. The woods, the hill, the whole earth. All will burn in man's evil, or dwindle in its own age. Let the world bring on me the sleep of darkness without stars, so I may know my little light taken from me into the seed of the beginning and the end so I may bow to mystery and take my stand on the earth like a tree in a field, passing without haste or regret towards what will be, my life a patient willing descent into the grass. So yes, he's quite a, quite a countryman, I guess. <laughs> yeah, a willing, patient willing descent into the grass. Can't get more earthly than that, can you? So moving on swiftly, we've got now the hidden singer. 
the gods are less for their love of praise. Above and below them all is a spirit that needs nothing but its own wholeness, its health and ours. It has made all things by dividing itself, it will be whole again. To its joy we come together, the seer and the seen, the eater and the eaten, the lover and the loved. In our joining it knows itself, it is with us then, not as the gods whose name crest in unearthly fire, but as the little bird hidden in the leaves, who sings quietly and waits, and sings. Isn't that lovely? That's so nice. I love that. Yeah, a little bit of opacity there from uh, Rob Wendell. What is a little puzzle, isn't it? But you know, I, I keep repeating myself, I know, but it, it's got to be said again and again and again to change things. And you know, you don't have to understand what he meant. As long as you get something out of it. Often I read um, um, a piece of poetry and it's just the it's just um, words that are being used. It's beautiful. Very simple, but and this is the um, the piece de resistance for most people, thinking of Wendell Berry as a poet. He's now famous or infamous, I think famous. Peace of the Wild Things. When despair for the world grows in me, and I wake in the night at the least sound, in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be. I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water, and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things, who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water, and I feel above me the day-blind stars, waiting with their light. For a time I rest in the grace of the world, and I'm free. Yep, it's a beauty. It's a beauty. I read that a little bit too fast, actually, but um, <laughs> there's reasons for that. <laughs> the, the, the storm started to come in a bit, so I thought, <laughs> I'm going to shut the window before the equipment gets wet. <laughs> so by contrast, we've now got Charles Bukowski. I came late to Charles Bukowski. Um, I could never get into him. Uh, my wife bought me a big, huge collection of his poetry for Christmas one year. I just couldn't get into it. Uh, but when I was in Blogland on, on Hidden, Hidden Self blog, um, some friends of mine, David E. and um, Bill, um, they persuaded me to have another go, and I'm glad, I'm ever grateful that they did, because he's uh, it's, it's a bit of a boy, all right, but, you know, it's good. This one's called A Smile to Remember. We had goldfish, and they circled around and around in the bowl, on the table near the heavy drapes, covering the picture window, and my mother, always smiling, wanting us all to be happy, told me, Be happy, Henry. And she was right. It is better to be happy, if you can. But my father continued to beat her, and me several times a week, all raging inside his six-foot-two frame because he couldn't understand what was attacking him from within. My mother, poor fish, wanting to be happy, 
beaten two or three times a week, telling me to be happy? Henry, smile. Why don't you ever smile? And then she would smile, to show me how. And it was the saddest smile I ever saw. One day the goldfish died, all five of them. They floated on the water, on their sides, their eyes still open. And when my father got home, he threw them to the cat, there on the kitchen floor. And we watched, as my mother smiled. I don't know about you, but I think that's pretty damn good. <laughs> pretty hard-hitting, pretty poignant, pretty, um, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, hmm, a sunny smile I ever saw. What a denouement, what a summing up. Uh, anyway, moving on. This one's called Consummation of Grief. I even hear the mountains, the way they laugh, up and down their blue sides. And down in the water, the fish cry, and the water is their tears. I listen to the water on nights I drink away, and the sadness becomes so great, I hear it in my clock. It becomes knobs on my dresser. It becomes paper on the floor. It becomes a shoehorn, a laundry ticket. It became cigarette smoke, climbing a chapel of dark vines. It matters little, very little love, not so bad, or very little life. Who counts? You're waiting on the walls. I was born for this. I was born to hustle roses down the avenues of the dead. I'd probably class that as a bit dark. <laughs> yeah, that's Charlie Billy. But it's rude, in a sense, it's still a, I can still see a beauty then, hear a beauty then. And the words and the sounds. Down the avenues of the dead. Hustle roses down the avenue of the dead. God, that conjures up so many pictures in your brain and your mind. Anyway, moving on with Charlie Boy. This one's called I'm in Love. She's young, she said, but look at me, I have pretty ankles, and look at my wrists, I have pretty wrists, oh my god, I thought it was all working, and now it's her again, every time she phones you go crazy, you told me it was over, you told me it was finished, listen, I've lived long enough to become a good woman, why do you need a bad woman? You need to be tortured, don't you? You think life is rotten if somebody treats you rotten, it all fits, doesn't it? Tell me, is that it? Do you want to be treated like a piece of shit? And my son, my son was going to meet you. I told my son. I dropped all my lovers. I stood up in a cafe and screamed, I'm in love. 
and now you've made a fool out of me. I'm sorry, I said. I'm really sorry. Hold me, she said. Will you please hold me? I've never been in one of these things before, I said. These triangles. She got up and lit a cigarette. She was trembling all over. She paced up and down, wild and crazy. She had a small body. Her arms were thin, very thin. And when she screamed and started beating me, I held her wrists and I got it through the eyes. Hatred. Centuries deep and true, I was wrong and graceless and sick. All the things I had learned had been wasted. There was no creature living as foul as I, and all my poems were false. Well, I'm not being funny, Charlie, but, you know, <laughs> what do you expect? I pack up sandwich meal. <laughs> yeah, I'd have only some sandwiches for it on your way out, Charles. <laughs> Cheaper. Anywho, that's a little bit of Bukowski and a bit of Berry. And only a quick one tonight, and we'll see you later. Thank you. Bye.